Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Cast for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Tommy, mate, look at this other truck. As you know, time is not on our hands at the moment. No. So who do you reckon I get to come have a look at it for me to see if it's a good buy? Mate, Titan IND... Mechanical and auto electrical will come out and uh, do pre-purchase inspections, so make sure old mate's not doing the dodgy on you. Beauty. Yeah, it's a bloody good thing. What about the tractor, mate? Hydraulics on the lift up on the uh, slasher playing up a bit. Can't get it in there, obviously. You haven't got a tag trailer. Yeah. No, if you're in the region, mate, in the Gladstone region, they'll come see you. They do uh, They do call-outs and stuff as well, so they'll be able to come out and have a look at it for you. You ripper. Yeah, it's a bloody beauty. Yeah, Titan D, mechanical and auto, electrical, work on all things cars. They also cover inboard marine, heavy diesel equipment, pre-purchase inspections, caravan fit-outs, labour hire and much more. Their shop is located at 90 Hanson Road in Gladstone. If you can't make it to the shop, give them a bell on 07-4972-7555 and if you're in the Gladstone region, they'll come see you. It's all about locals supporting locals. These guys get around us, they get around them. If you've got any drums with your gear, give the team at Titan Mechanical a bell. They'll be all over it like pubes on soap. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. About to go stupid again. She out the roof of the biz. I'm about to do it again. I'm a fuck to her friends. You made a flip out the rock. Fuck the frame you like I jump out the jeweler again. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. G'day, you sickos. Mate. Vodka soda. Vodka soda, as always. Keeping us fueled. Keeping us fueled. But today, I'm on the DV. On the DV. What's your... um... The goat of all piss. (laughs) The goat piss. (laughs) (laughs) The bunny bear. Is there a drink called goat piss yet? No. Might be the Alpha Blake's Lager. Stop Goat it. piss. Goat piss. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I'm on the legal. Made for legends. I'm on the legal Coke again. The um, can of Drano. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, going well, though. Sober October. 
Yeah, yeah. Dry July. Sorry. Fucking, I'm tripping. Um, yeah. But uh, if you haven't already, go and give us a follow on the socials, Facebook, Insta, TikTok, for all the visual highlights. Um, go give us a five-star review on Spotify if you like what you're hearing. And tell one of your mates about us. Let's keep growing this shit. Uh, yeah. <coughs> Mate, the Alpha Blokes Carry On group on Facebook's growing fast, so it's a good spot for all you legends to go and share shit with each other. There's been a fair bit of good uh, good carry-on on there. Oh, yeah, plenty of chat from yeah, the origin <laughs> and then just the weekly drama. Yeah, I think I think we're in the last sort of week of the origin yarn. Like, I think every year, obviously, us being the Queenslanders that we are and giving it to the dad kisses and all that, obviously... There's going to be a bit of heat every year, but yep. it will taper off and we can all become friends again soon. <laughs> it's just I think you're going to get the dregs of the stink in the last <laughs> sort of this episode <laughs> and maybe Wednesday and then we'll all be good again for another year and then you just can all fuck off again next year. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll all be good. So I know there's a few, there'd be a few blues fellas out there going, hey, I'm nearly over these cunts, but don't worry. We're not just going to, for 12 McMunts, give you shit, shit. flat out. <laughs> so... Just hang in there, boys. Get off your dad. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got a few shout-outs this episode. So shout-out to Jane Stevenson and staff at the Royal Brisbane Hospital. Apparently they are avid listeners of the show, so thanks for your support, legends. You're doing good stuff there at the hospital. Uh, shout-out to Stephen and all the boys that use the Garadunga Hotel up in far north Queensland as the local watering hole. Nice. Cheers for the support, boys. We'll have to fucking try and make it to the Garadunga one day. Fucking I hope the schooners are cold for you. Sounds like a fucking beautiful country pub. Um, and last but not least, Dino. He said, uh, for a lot of us guys that have either served or are still serving with the uh, Australian Defence Force, Mental health is a big thing. We've lost more guys that served in Afghanistan by suicide than from combat. That's all sorts of fucked up. So uh, he said, I just reckon, you know, it's worth giving a shout-out to Lifeline for everyone and uh, open arms for vets and their families to be out of contact whenever you're struggling. There is help out there, you know, if you are struggling. So hopefully we can do our little bit too to put a smile on your dial and make your day a little bit better. But, um... Mate, the last episode, we give the Lyrical a shout-out. We yeah. played, played, played that tune. There's actually the event in Agnes is called Strum. So we'll post that a bit later, um, a bit closer to the event. And Jackson Dunn, shout-out to you, brother. I forgot your name last episode. Sorry about that. He's the other fella who's going to be at that event. So we'll um, see what we can do and get the lads on before it. Do we know the dates for that? Um, not off the top of my head, but it's in a couple of months. So we'll, um, we'll keep everyone posted with that. Should be a good event, and like I said, we'll try and get the boys on for a bit of a yarn before it, hype it up a little bit. Yep. So, yeah. Mate, how's your weekend? Weekend. Mm. Just, yeah, it works Saturday. Yep. Bit of bobcat works Saturday. Oh, and yeah, for the Coast Outback. Yep. Yeah, thinking about um, changing the company name, going to a different scope, so in the coming months... And then I'll proper release it and let you proper know about it. Yeah. I'm all up in the air at the moment. Well, what's your thoughts? Like, do you want to sort of target a certain niche? Yeah, I think I'll really just target a niche and then I want to go a little bit different way and maybe, yeah, right. all up in the air. You know, me, I, 101 ideas. Yeah. But, but I, I think I need, really need to just focus on a few things instead of trying to dive into every different aspect as much as I want to. Well, I was going to say to you, I think, You've done a great job with setting it up and that, but you have left yourself open to a lot of different 
fields, eh? That's, That's right. Like, and if someone's looking to get their grass cut, they're probably ringing the mowing man. That's or their pool cleaned, they're ringing the pool dude. That's right. Or Hydraulics, you know, excavations. Where you're a bit of everything and no one really looks up in Google, you know, a bloke that does everything. Well, I don't know. Well, a handyman would be the thing. But but, but this is what I'm getting at. Yeah. I've never called a handyman in my life. No, fuck no. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and shout out to handymen. Fucking good on you if you're a kicking yeah, ass. But yeah. I'm just saying personally, I would ring a specialist in that field instead of a handyman. That's right. I like know. I was doing bits and pieces of fencing. Yeah. You get probably set up for fencing, you got five grand worth of tools without yeah. even blinking. Yeah. You do your mowing and property maintenance type stuff, there's thousands of dollars there. Excavations. Yeah. So if you're trying to do a Hundreds bit of everything, of thousands. you sort of don't have all the tools to make that job awesome. That's Where true. if you're a, like a fencer, you could put all your money into having every single tool to make that job fucking smooth as. That's right. And yeah. then subbing out the mines and yeah, yeah, and working a job back here. Oh, here. Oh, no, that's good, man. And uh, how's, how's work going at the moment on the shutties and stuff? Yeah, good. got a bit of a step-up role. So, um, yep. Yeah, I haven't done it in a shutdown base before. Done it in sort of like maintenance, wash plant sort of stuff. Yep. So um, that's a bit of an eye opener. Yeah, good um, stuff on the fucking um, on the tools, and then trying to get the boys organised and what they're up to, and yeah, paper, paperwork. And- Being a supervisor and still on the tools is like the um, the shit end of both sticks. Yeah, isn't it? Because a good part of being a bit, being one of the boys is you get given a job and that's the only thing you got to worry about. <laughs> yeah. And one of the good things about being a supervisor is you dish the jobs out and don't have to do them, and you're doing both the shit things. And you just look over it, and, yeah, I'm on the tools and trying to make it happen. But, but uh, it's it's good growing for me anyway. Well, I suppose, like we've said earlier, you got to put up with a bit of shit sometimes to get to the other side, don't you? So yeah, overcoming the adversity. Yep. You getting through this stuff, mate, who knows what can come after it, eh? Ah, it's going well. But, um, yeah, I just did uh, Bobcat work Saturday, and Sunday did the golf in the morning. Yeah, how'd you swing? Hit him, yeah. hit him well. Hit him too often. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. I did. But no, it was different. It wasn't a typical boys' day of golf, wasn't it? They're like, oh, we'll bring the girls, and the girls came to a couple's day. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Oh, yeah. Next minute, they're like, yeah, I'm bringing my kid. I'm bringing my kid. I'm bringing mm. my kid. So I'm going, it's bad enough we're bringing girls. Yeah. And then we're going to turn around and bring kids. But hands down, it was an excellent morning. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, you couldn't. Did you get all nine holes in? Yep, got all nine helps. Yeah, I was obviously sometimes partners were holding the kids and didn't have a hit, but um, yeah, we all dressed up and no, it was a great couple of beers in the morning there and finished up and then seen you in the half. Yeah, yeah, that was good. The old Sunday, the old Sunday uh, Arvo seafood cook up that was prime, wasn't yeah. it? I just need to do a bit more planning with me lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> we were in the dark for some of it, weren't oh, we? Oh, yeah. And the old, um, what was that? Yeah, the deep fry pan. We we're doing out near the fire and trying to have a light going off the fucking power pole, and that was tripping that out. Yeah, but it was it was fucking good though. What was the fish that we were eating? Because however you cook that, you need to tell everyone because it was. I think fucking... that game changes just panko crumbs. Flour first, fucking egg wash, you know, it goes and panko crumbs. But that, what was that flavouring you added with it? Because oh, that yeah, added... that, um, I really, I'll give them a free shout out, but it's that, um, the double butter garlic lovers fucking thing. White lightning or something? White lightning, that's the one. You all know it. Yeah, white they, they do a normal white lightning garlic one, then they do a double butter. And is that what we were that's on? That's prime, yeah. We were on the big. So I think 
Here locally, that canvas store has it, but they don't have much of it. Goes pretty quick. Yep. Barbecues galore throughout the states mainly got it. Yeah, it was. No, I haven't seen it too many other places. It was good though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was prime. It was really good. We were so I think fucking yeah, belting that. Got a heap of fish from the boys from that charter. They just went out on. Yep. So it was that, and then also some from the in-laws. Fuck, we get to live in a good place. That's right. right. Right on the doorstep of the best quality fish you'll get in the world. Fucking like enough. that fish we we're eating, you cannot, you literally can't get better than that. No, it doesn't that get better. fresh. Yeah. There's not even a taste to it. It's like fucking fairy floss. Yeah. The texture and just fucking unreal. It feels good for your going in your body too. You know, you feel shit afterwards. Yeah. Like some yeah. stuff, like a dirty old fish finger or something like that. Yeah. You a gurneyed like, fish frame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. No, gurneyed fish frame. Fucking, that's how I reckon fish fingers are made. They, they get are, all mate. the frames, they gurney all the shit off, and then they compress it with a fucking <laughs> hundred ton press and crumb the cut. That's a oh. fish finger. <laughs> that's ready right. to finger you. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, mate, I had a wicked weekend, eh? Like, my little man turned three. Yeah. Yeah, so. Birthday since, yeah, it's insane how fast time goes, man. And I'm I'm really, honestly, making sure I cherish all these moments with my kids right now. Like, yep. young fellas, fucking three, little girls, just over one. And, um, yeah, it's a great time, man. It really is. Um, I was actually running around the backyard with the young fella on the days off. Yep. And, uh. You know, he's got unlimited amount of energy, just fucking flat out, you know. And I was actually puffed after a good hour playing with him in the backyard and, um, you know, throwing balls, racing him, wrestling and kicking the footy, whatever, you know, whatever it is you're doing. Um, It just made me think, like, if you're a dad out there and you're too overweight to run around and play with your kids in the backyard, there isn't a better reason for you to harden the fuck up and lose some weight. Yeah. Really. Like, you don't have to be some deadly fella who can run a half marathon or even run 3K or do whatever, but you should be able to get in the backyard with your kid and run around and get on the ground with them, wrestle, jump on the tramp if you have to, do all that sort of shit, you know? Yeah, that's the best thing for fat shame and a father that can't play for his Play with these kids. Yeah, mate. Go, like, what, I, are you, what are you doing? Like, if it's just because you're overweight. If it's just anything like that, boys, like, I know if... if you got a blown out knee, fucking... Yeah, like you don't want your kid to not have any memories of running around in the backyard with the old man. No, that's right. Do you? No, we, I play with both at it. Yeah, it's been fucking, good. Fucking oath, mate. Like, yeah, so and the old boy rain rings around us. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. But, like, so if you're listening and you feel like I'm talking to you, I am, Bruss. Make a change for your kids. Yeah. Like I said, I'm doing this thing at the moment. Actually, I weighed myself fucking this morning. Started at 102, I think we're half a month in on the old man shake. Slash no diet, and um, I think I'm 97. Beautiful. Point something. So I'm in the 80s. Good shit. That's good. So like, Thank fuck. But that's what I'm saying, lads. Put up with that bit of shit at the start, you know. It's easy to drop a few kilos, especially if you're a real bigger bloke too. It is easy to first drop those kilos if you change your diet. Yeah, it's called a good shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. But no, I just needed to say that, lads. Fucking don't be that bloke. Don't be that dad. Fucking... Have a bit of a look. Now, when I was running around out there, I had the uh, we had the little ball, like the cricket ball. Yep. Except it was a soft one, and uh, I just need to say that every Aussie family's had a crack at the backyard cricket at some point, eh? Yep. Barbie in the background. Barbie in the background. Probably around Chrissy time with all the rallies are there. You got Wheelie all the fielders. Wheelie bin is the wickets. Yep. Fucking oath. 
And um, we were actually talking about this the other day. Every Aussie bloke should be able to bowl a legal cricket delivery. Full, in my up, full over. Over um, the fucking arm, steaming in, and roll it over, and it's a legal one. Pop the knee up. Yeah, oh, fucking nice. Rip it down like Brett Lee. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, off the long run. But, like, when you're at a big event and one of the dads steams in off the long run and chucks it or doesn't roll the arm over, I just fucking – it just really makes me think. Sit down, you got two mums. Yeah, like, what kind of childhood did that bloke have? What's he – what he's doing? Yeah? It's like, was he adopted? Did he have two mums? What's going on? Because I just feel like, you know, you're a very sheltered motherfucker if you haven't been taught how to just throw a dirty one, one down. Yeah, yeah, like it doesn't have to be fucking good line length. Just needs to be rolled over properly, like not yeah, look yeah. spasticated at the, <laughs> at the crease. You know? <laughs> the crease. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, had to fucking bring that one up. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I uh, went fishing. On Sunday. Yeah. And we finally, so the boat's been out of the water for a little bit. Shout out to the old boy. I've been flat out. He's been fairly chipping away at it. We put a new electric motor on, went halves in that. Put new floorboards in it. Yeah, the deadly fucking Mincata. Proper deadly thing. Yep. And um, so, yeah, it was the first run with that. How did you mount it? Did you have to get that um, custom yeah, got side the plate. Bit yeah, got in? the plate welded in and yep. then mounted it onto the plate. Got the other battery set up. Um, fair bit goes into it, eh, to actually get one yeah. put in, man. Yeah. Properly. Um, so, yeah, did that. And, man, because we, we've been wanting to really go lures for a fair while compared to liveys and shit. But yep. when you don't have an electric motor, man, it really makes it hard to proper get into your lure fishing because you sort of want to be checking a spot out, casting at it, and then moving on. Yep. And when you don't have an electric motor and you've got an anchor, you're either starting your big loud outboard flat out or you're throwing your anchor out and pulling it up flat out. Yeah. And those two things just aren't. Fucking don't no, make sense up. over a whole day. So anyway, it was fucking awesome. This thing, eh? It was a. It took a couple of little teething issues at the start. Like we just float up the creek and we're like, oh, we'll just spot lock it. And because we were like against where the boat would want to sit with it working properly, you'd like anchor it and it just spin around and fuck around a bit. And then we sort of figured out that right, I eh, will maneuver it so that it will. It is where it would end up on yep. the anchor, and then press anchor, and everything started, you know, making sense. Like everything, man, there's a couple of little, you know, teething issues or figuring it out at the start. Yeah. But um, once we got it going, but it, it's just fucking game changer. I've had a few um, people with a bit of carnage. Yeah. They've had their Bluetooth. You know you have the round Bluetooth sort of signal for it? Mm-hmm. They've had it at the opposite end of the boat, and then the Bluetooth's cut out and they ran it into the fucking mangroves <laughs> fell out of the boat. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Another one time when we were out at Northwest, um. You go out and feed the sharks sort of where the trawlers pull up and you pretty much you can just drive out there to dump all the frames that you sort of fill it on the island before you head back um, to town in a couple of weeks' time. Mm. And um, we're sitting there and we're all videoing and next minute this shark just took the prop off the fucking minkota. Oh, jeez, that's got to fuck you, day. Shout out to old Walter. Yeah, lost the fin. True. Just took it clean off. What a grub. <laughs> Like, oh, garbage guts. What yeah. sort of shark was that? Tiger or something? No, nah, no, nah, I think just like a heap of reefies. Might have been an old bully in there yeah, or something. Right, eh? yeah. What a grub. But, uh, yeah, man, the, but honestly, I can't rave it up enough. You no, know, they, I think they're the, a game changer. Honestly, the next thing we'll be doing now, once we get a bit more coin together, is upgrading the sounder. Yep. You know, proper get some sounders going. But I think we our priority was the electric, so we could at least just start – 
you know, cruising along the mangroves, skip casting for Jack and, you yeah. know, cruising across the sand flats for Flathead and shit like that and just using the electric to bring ourselves back out and then catch the tide in and just keep doing it. Yeah. You know, so ended up getting one Flathead, but other than that, it was just more stuffing around with the, you know, electric, so. Playing with the new toy. Yeah, fucking nice. It was good. Me and the old boy were pretty impressed by the end of it, so. Yeah. Actually, what I wanted to get to um, – about Sunday with you on the piss, uh, like cooking up the fish and stuff. I had a rant about non-alcoholic beers a while ago. How it's like going down on your sister tastes the same, but it's not right. Yeah. And um, you know, saying that I wasn't keen on it. And when we come round here, and we were sort of sitting around the fire, I felt like something was missing. Obviously, it was a beer, but I couldn't have it. And I was like, oh, we got some non-alcoholic ones in the fridge. I tell you what. If you're a bloke who's got health problems and, like, you have to get off the piss, like, it's not an option for you, or you're doing something like me, Dry July, it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, having a stubby in my hand still, tasted like beer, sort of, you know, and just not feeling left out, like, just cruising around, fucking having a few beers, cooking the fish up, just leaving it there. It did... It did fill a void a bit, you know. I'd rather be smacking heavy northerns, but, you know... It was better than nothing anyway. It was better than – because you never want to stand around at a barbecue with two free hands, do you? That's just not on. You would have got to have something in one hand. That's right. It's normally a beer. So, yeah, I don't know. I've sort of – I, like, I like one bloke. He said, um, I do my yard work on a Sunday or whatever, and I've still got to take all my green waste to the um, to the dump. You know, oh, yeah. So I'll have two heavies and then have a fucking couple of blueies. Oh, right, eh? So it keeps him so yeah, he can drive. So he can drive. Yeah, right. Eh? And then like just do the sort of space. You can have out. one an hour type thing, but no, not heavy. Yeah. But yeah, he does that. Couple of blueies. I couldn't do that, but nah, nah. I get a taste for it. And just but good on him for having that yeah. fucking. Um, you know, he can still sit on him for the. Well, day. it's like blokes driving home from the mines. Yeah. Everyone loves a roadie. Rum yeah. tallie, fucking few beers. See, my thing with that is, like, so many people get around it. I can't – I hate drinking piss on road trips, but because I just fucking piss. piss. Yeah. Like, as soon as I break the seal and you get back in the car and you're like, oh, fuck, I need to piss again. Yeah, yeah. Holding it in for a couple of hours. Like, unless you get the old funnel out the door sort of trick <laughs> going. It's sort of – I'm just not about it, eh, because – yeah, oh, but I suppose if you're all pissing and no, and the driver doesn't give a fuck, but it's normally just a cunt yeah, for the driver. Yeah. Well, I don't mind. Yeah, sometimes I was driving over the mines, I'd just fucking have a couple of lights on the way home. Yeah. I'd piss anyway because you get a big energy drink or something sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the big fucking 500 mil mother butt. From Blackwater anyway, when you come down that range, you'd be fucking laying one out. Yeah, uh, 100%. Um, Mate. Couple of things that I wanted to <clears throat> bring up. Couple of random everyday things that I need to get off my chest. Yep. So the other day when I ordered that pizza from Pizza Place, Clivey. Yep. Shout out to Pizza Place. So they do a fucking good pizza. If no one gets around that, I think I've got the old uh, the meat. Be- they're meat the feast. best, best around here. Meat yeah, feast is, is the best pizza. Dude. Meat feast, and it's got like the hollandaise swirl over the top. Mm. It's a fucking really nice pizza. Anyway, I got that, and. When I asked for, I said, yeah, I'll just get that with the garlic bread and a Coke. And they said, uh, yeah, we haven't got any Coke, so Pepsi will do, eh? And I went, is Pepsi Coke? Yeah. And they're like, nah. And I said, well, I don't want it. Like, what the fuck makes you think that because there's not Coke, I want Pepsi? Yeah. It's a fucking completely, completely different, different drink. 
yeah. to me anyway. Like, I know they're both based on sort That's of That's like KFC never has Coke. It's always Pepsi. Yeah. So who has that dealer or whatever, that distributor? But I just mean, that's fair enough if you're a Pepsi, but, but don't, don't just, like, pretty much give me a Pepsi when I ask for Coke. Yeah, yeah. That's like me going through the drive through at Macca's. Hey, and hey, mate, can I get a McChicken? And them going, no, nah, no, nah, McChickens, here's a fucking Philadelphia fish. <laughs> Is that okay with you? And no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's McShit. Yeah. <laughs> and Ronald uh, McDonald, yeah. that fucking. <laughs> Fuck off. You know what I mean? It's like that to me. It's yeah. like, don't just fucking give me a Pepsi. Because I remember Canada, they did the same thing, remember? They'd always yeah. assume, mate, the table, the you know, Coke, oh, so Pepsi's fine. No. Nah. It's fucking not. And Pepsi Max, that's the one without sugar, isn't it? I think so. I've never been a Pepsi operator. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm disgusted by it, but if there's no Coke, I'll run like a Solo or a Sunkist or fucking another drink. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I'll never go a Pepsi if I get a choice. No, that's right. And yeah. then people reckon, oh, I remember in Canada, they loved like rye and Pepsi. Yeah. Instead of rye and Coke. Yeah, they, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they drilled that, didn't they? Bit but anyway, everyone's different. Each of their but, own. But it's just, I just find it weird. I had to have a little rant because it fucking shits me whenever that happens. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to get to. <laughs> when I was down at Agnes, now I've had this gripe with whoever lived at the place I bought before we got it. Spot whoever plants spiky plants in their own garden is a fuck ass. Yeah, definitely. This person has planted like palms with the big spiky things all over them on the side of walkways. Like there's one behind the tank there near my um, pool pump. Yep. And the old lid on it's a bit fucked, so you've got to like hold the lid as it goes all the way around. And right next to it's this big spiky palm, mate. And I fucking raped my knee into it the other day <laughs> for like the 60th time. Yeah. And fuck, mate. I just thought, who the fuck is planting a garden in their house where they got to walk past shit and thinks, I'm going to plant a spiky-ass tree there? Sadly, it's probably the female partner. Probably. Not the bloke doing the mate. Oh, it looks nice. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It looks good. Yeah, for fuck's sake. I'll Not just... user-friendly. No, that's right. Stop. Spiking, stop, stop planting <laughs> spiky shit in the fucking garden. Yeah, that's my little gripe. Nice. How, how are you going with the gardening around here, mate? Pretty good. Well, I Better can't keep, keep on top of them, mate. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's flat out just trying to do the lawn. Haven't got enough time to scratch your ring. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. Cam, what are a couple of things the blokes like doing? Sleeping and fucking rooting. That's right. Now, where's the majority of that happen? The bed, the workbench. That's right. And what's a good workbench without a good set of sheets? The lad collective are the big dicks in town when it comes to the sheet game. Made from a mixture of bamboo and cotton, you get the best quality and comfort. Not only that, they're a piece of piss to put on. No more struggling to find the right corner on these fitted sheets. The legends have gone the big lift and chucked a labelled tab on every corner. Now, Cam, what's something that blokes hate? Shopping. Fucking oath. That's right. Now, the Lad Collective will ship these bad boys straight to your door. No shopping involved. Boys, you're out on the town. You've killed it on the Friday night. You've got a wee lass to come home with you. Mate, Saturday rolls around. You get another one. There was a mess from the night before. You got the job done. You need another sheet. That's right. 
Easy to put on. You just grab those corners of your fitted sheet, whip it on quickly. Takes you about 30 seconds while she's freshening up in the bathroom. Stop it. And uh, I've been actually running these sheets for a couple of weeks now, and boys, I'm telling you, they are fucking unreal. Now, the missus is always up us for buying shit they don't think we need. Tools, beers, fun stuff. Imagine if a fresh set of TLC sheets showed up to your door. You may as well pencil in a route that night, lads. On us. So get your sheet together and use the code ALPHA at checkout for 20 bucks off your first order and free shipping. Don't miss out on these deals we're dishing out, boys. you got to be ready, on your toes, like a dwarf at a urinal. So that's the ladcollective.com. Use the code ALPHA at checkout. Get your sheet together. Righto, moving on to some news and sports. So this segment is brought to you by the food store Miriamvale. If you're travelling up or down the coast and need a place to stop, the main street of Miriamvale is perfect. Stop in and see Sue, Dave and the team at the food store for all of your needs, whether it be groceries, cigarettes, drinks, a slushy, phone charger or many other essential items. They've got you covered. Righto, we were, uh, we were talking golf earlier, mate. You went for a swing. Yeah. A Cameron's had a swing. Yeah, the big Cameron Smith. Another fucking Cameron's had a swing, all right, and he's fucking hit him well, the big fella. Done well. Yeah, he's uh, celebrated his British Open win in true Queenslander style. The Brisbane boy seen uh, downing a well-deserved beer out of the claret jug. Uh, Claret. Claret, I think I said it right. Um, One of sports' most top prizes. So, fucking well done. How good's that? He's... um, Sporting a maroon shirt, a mullet, and a mustache, Smith is now king of the golfing world after winning the 150th British Open at the famous St Andrews Course in Scotland. He looks like a bit of a mini John Daly. He just looks like a fucking good bloke, doesn't he? Fucking oaf. Like a proper Have good you, bloke. You know John Daly? Fucking does Do a I duck drag weed with a stiffy. Mm. Fucking oaf he does. John Daly is a legend, mate. I think we might have spoken about him before, but he's fucking an alpha. Oh, yeah. Mate, if you can do that and just go and perform at any sort of sub, like, normal level. That bloke likes Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll give yeah. him that one. Yeah. I think it is a Yank thing, eh? Or Canadian thing, the Pepsi Might, more yeah. than Coke. I'm not sure. But um, what a legend, though, eh? It, it is great to see an Aussie killing it on the world stage, no matter the sport. Like, any Aussie out there just kicking ass, I fucking love it. Yeah. Even if I'm not a crazy fan of the sport, like... I love golf. I can't sit there and watch no, golf. No, that's right. I couldn't okay. think anything worse. But in you can watch that, it for like your 10, 15 minutes as you're flicking through the channels, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Watch a few hits and see how yeah. it's going. But it's just because there's so much of just a white ball getting chased in the air with a camera. You know, yeah. it's just not really good for TV. No, that's you right. Know? It's a lot more fun to play than it is to watch, put it that way. That's like most sports. Um, I don't know. I reckon AFL for me is fucking. Um, like I think I had a couple of games in high school and it was like fun as fuck. And to watch a lot live, to watch live, it was awesome. But I reckon TV's dog shit. Yeah, like I'm not a fan of it. People be off me, but um, yeah, sometimes the cricket bores me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, you have to be into it. Like I can sit there and watch five days of a test match, but I'm, you know, I'd love to I, be in the crowd, but I, I still haven't been to a game. I reckon I'd froth the energy. Oh, bud. We're, yeah, we need to get a big group of boys together and go to, like, a Boxing Day test, mate. Yeah, that'd be fucking unreal. Fucking rip in. Get a heap of shirts made up and just fucking rip and tear. That'd be good fun. But, um, hey, look, while we're on the topic of blokes kicking ass in sports, uh, perfect transition to this next carry-on. 
The University of Pennsylvania has nominated transgender swimmer Leah Thomas for the 2022 NCAA Women of the Year Award, the American College Sport Regulating Body said. What's your thoughts this on that? This is the that? same trans swimmer. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one that we were talking about. Oh, it's just with typical, it's typical Bruce Jenner thing. Fucking he turned and got woman of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Anyone like, that's in the fucking spotlight. Yeah, at the time, and they think they're going to get the oh, like the most amount of... How is that a kick in the guts for women? Oh, bud. They'd yeah. be going, what the fuck? We don't... Mate, like, yeah, like I've said... We only just got rights, but... Like I've said multiple times, I have no issue... With what someone does in their own life. We've both said that, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't affect us what someone else does. If you want to be a bloke, woman, unicorn, or a fucking toaster, I couldn't give a shit. Yeah. It's all good. But if you're a bloke, naturally stronger than a woman, and decide that you're now a female, either keep swimming with the blokes, you know, or accept the fact that it's unfair for you to compete against women and give it up. There's fucking consequences that come with cutting the old fella off. Yeah. You know? It's uh, and when the are they other bringing thing? out that crazy um category when you the, can just be whatever you want to be. Yeah, I don't know. Dogs, dolphins. Yeah, that's it. Mixed grill. Mixed grill. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mixed grill award. Yeah, I don't know. But the other thing for me, we might run it. Yeah, we might bring it out. We'll be the commentators <laughs> into the town. The mixed pool. grill. Hop, yeah. skip it, a jump. And we got Leah jumping in lane seven. <laughs> we got dolphins. a yabby and a red fillet. Dolphin coming up around the outside. Hop, <laughs> <laughs> skip it, a jump. <laughs> He's out the gate. But, um, you know, the other thing for me is if it's, it's a different story of old mate Leah has transitioned to a female, stopped world hunger, climbed Mount Everest and cured cancer. Yeah. You know, and absolutely kicked ass. But all she's done is transition from a bloke to a Sheila and beat a bunch of women in a swimming race. Yeah. Or fucking seven. Tuck the boner up you know and kept I, swimming. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what has she done apart from win some swimming races to be even nominated? Like... That'd be like a woman transitioning to a bloke, taking out the chess comp and winning man of the year. Yeah. Wouldn't it? What, what would the difference be? Nothing. Might ha- it might happen. might happen. There might be a transgender male take out the chess competition and yeah. win man of the year. You Is man of the year even a thing? Man of the year? No, probably not. Is it? No, we don't. People, people don't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No one gets around I, that. Because I said man of the year and I'm thinking, I've never even heard man of the year. Is there a man of the year? Oh, fuck we'll man. get roasted here probably. There probably is a man of the year, but it's just not spoken about much, is it? No, no. <laughs> anyway. That's why but yeah, I'm all, saying you're the man. Look, it all sounds a bit ridiculous, doesn't it, though? Yeah. Because it, it fucking does. is. It is ridiculous. But, um, yeah, like you said earlier, though, man, I just think it's a kick in the guts for all the women in the world, kicking ass, doing great things, to potentially have old mate Leah take out the trophy. Yeah. Hey. With a cock. With a cock. You know? I know blokes do everything better. Surely we can't be better at being a woman than the women. No. As well. We don't do everything better. Yeah, we got everything else covered, nearly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. There's definitely some shit heaps in the world. Oh, yeah. Men-wise. Oh, yeah, there is. And women. Yeah, there's just shit heaps everywhere, pretty much. But um, moving on to a bit of of motivational stuff, I think we might have shared something like this earlier that Rogan said, but this is like the um, the, where it first come from. And Ashley actually sent it to us on Facebook, and it's Luke Mindpower is the bloke who had it on there. I had a conversation with a friend one day. We was talking about family and life, and I asked him, 
how do you see your kid's future? And he said to me, my grandfather walked 10 miles to work every day. My father walked five. I'm driving a Cadillac. My son is in a Mercedes. He said my grandson will be in a Ferrari. He said my great-grandson walking again. So I asked him, I said, well, why is that? And he said to me, tough times create strong men. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men. Weak men create tough times. He said to me, many will not understand, but you have to raise warriors. That's what Coach instilled in me and so many like me. Yeah, so like what he's saying there is you've got to raise warriors, but it's a fucking hard thing to do in today's age. Yeah. Raising a warrior. Like, yeah, and, like, obviously he's not meaning raise a fucking psycho who's just punching on all the time, but it's such a hard thing now to raise a kid to stand up for themselves when something's not right, like – like with my young fella now, man, we've raised him the right way, be real respectful to other kids, you know, use his manners, all this stuff that you got to teach your kid. Yet what I worry about is you go to a couple of these state schools, like we're at Miriamvale at the moment. I'm hoping he does his first few years of primary school there before we at least move because you raise a kid the right way like that. He goes to school with just the big, wide verse of kids. You get a kid from a family who doesn't give a fuck you know, and doesn't teach their kids any sort of respect and morals, comes over, just pushes your kid over, and he's this little kid who's been, you know, he doesn't know that there's grubs out there that don't use their manners, that don't do this and that. Yeah. So it makes it fucking hard because you go, well, you sort of want to teach your kid to push back and do all this shit, but until they're a bit older, you can't really explain that to them. Yeah. You know? So you're left in this shit predicament where your kid's probably getting picked on because you've raised them the right way, yet there's these little fuckheads that come from other fuckheads yeah. from their fuckhead parents, you know? That's like it's, the um, parents had me in private schools the whole way through, but mm. they'd have me in sporting teams with all the other different stuff, yep. soccer and other boxing and whatever else. Yep. And that was good because you got to see all the other outside walks of life yeah. to, get, to get ready. And to, by the time I went to a state school... Those private schools were fucking worse than the state schools. Yeah, yeah. You're ready for anything. Look, I don't think – like, I think a lot of people make sure their kids are in private schools to save them from the, the shit, but, but like you, you got, said – You're getting sometimes the kids that get expelled from a state school and you're bringing them to a paid school exactly. because no one will take them. Mate, you're not going to be able to shelter your kid from fucking shit other kids wherever you go. Like, yep. they're, they're going to be there. Obviously, there's going to be some state schools that are fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. But – in the most part, you just got to do your best in, I think, raising your kid right and then when they get to that age where they can start understanding that, hey, mate, now I know I've told you this, but if you get a kid fucking picking on your push on, you stand up for yourself, you know? Like I yeah. think it's very important to teach a kid that because you can't raise a pushover. Yeah. As soon as they get found out in schooling, you know that, I know that, you know, as soon as a pushover kid gets found out by a heap of fuckheads or bullies or whatever, that she's all over. Yep. So... Yeah, it's very hard to, to raise a kid, but I definitely, you know, hear what old mate's saying. We're actually talking about this on Sunday night around the fire. I was saying, like, for me, the comparison is, like, having a dog nowadays. Like, you might find it funny I'm saying a dog, but where I'm going is, you know, you have a family dog. For me, the family dog is, you know, 
to protect the joint when I'm not there, you know, to, yeah. to protect my family when I'm away, just be a part of the family as well, you know, like love them and shit. But the problem is, is in town, that especially, if you have a dog that's protecting the joint and barking at people, if they put their hand through the fence and the dog bites it, she's, oh, put the dog down. That's you know, right, your, dog's ag- your dog's aggressive, fucking hell, you're raising that dog, rah, rah, rah. You raise your dog the right way in what you're supposed to. Oh, mate, when you're not home, can fucking walk through, give your dog a pat, steal the TV and fucking... Get bitten on the ankle. Not even get bitten on the ankle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, mate, the dog is there. Like, when... I reckon the way a dog should be, in my eyes, is when you're there and it can see that you're with other people and trust them, should be no dramas at all. Yeah. But if someone rocks up to my fucking house... And the dog's locked away in its yard. Fucking be barking at old mate if you don't know him. Fucking oath. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's yeah. the way I want me dog, bro. Because otherwise it's not protecting anything, is no, it? Oh right. mate just storms through the through the house. But like we said earlier, it's like the raising the kid thing to have all the manners. Yeah, society wants it that way, but it doesn't really serve a, much of a purpose then for people trying to, you know, protect your, protect your place. No, I definitely agree. And going back to um, raising warriors... It was even, I think you've got to encourage each other because it was like this morning, we're on 13-hour days now, and then a few blokes are going, yep, 2.40, I was in bed by 8, 2.45, um, I was at the gym. Yeah. Hour and a half of the gym, get in, pre-start, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And that fired me up a bit. I'm going, these guns are making it happen. They're not doing anything different than I am. Yeah. They've got family. They've got kids. They're fucking... Bit of motivation. I was just like, well... I, I, I'm not going to use the excuse I'm doing a 13-hour day now. I'm like, fucking... These blokes hard, are doing hard. it. Yeah, these blokes are doing it. Yeah. Six days a fucking week. Uh, some blokes are fucking... Discipline, bothered. mate. Yeah, it is, eh? It, it is, is discipline. just discipline. Yeah. And, and everyone can make every excuse up in the world, but 24 well, see, hours is, a day. This is what I'm saying with, like, I struggle with that sort of thing, but discipline-wise for me, mentally, I'm fucking mentally strong. Like, with yeah. this eating thing, I have not fucking even thought about eating during the day once. Mm. Actually, the other day, how's this? The other day I took my little girl to the park. Yeah. I got a day with her on Monday and I got her some hot chips and it was probably 11 in the morning. I think I had a shake when I got home. But anyway, I had to blow. She was cracking the shits over at the park and I had to cool these chips down. So I literally bit the end off of each side of the <laughs> chips, spat the cunt out and blew through it to cool it down and give it to her. Guarantee you 90% of cunts eat that bit of chip they bit off or spat the fucking thing out. Oh, wow, that is good effort. So, like I said, I've got this tunnel vision. I'm saying, nah, I'm not eating. And it's fucking working. So I wish I had that sort of drive when I actually go to do something, you know. I think it's more stubborn than anything. That's right. Don't put it in your mouth. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, yeah, anyway. I'll tell you what, me carnivore diet, um, today I was a little bit off it because I'm like, Oh, just like like tonight, obviously, it's going to be a late one. Yeah, yeah. Lucky I got the missus to put some chicken wings on for me for fucking smoko tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm like, you can't just duck out and grab something. If you, no. if you um, forget smoko. It's hard, eh? It would trying be Trying to find just meat, but. What do you normally go, like you said the other day, like a quarter chicken or something? Or... Yeah, like, yeah, golden chicken, just a quarter chicken or red roasted quarter chicken. Yeah. But you can't just go down to um, the survey. No, nah, quickly get something. Can hey, you get mate, jerky? Yeah, you, you get, get jerky. Some jerky. You get some jerky or something. 
But no, still, no. I know what you mean, though. It's, it's like eating healthy. But I've just got over the 17-day mark. What are we, the 19th, 19th today? Oh, good on you, coming mate. out Friday. So. so a bit further than you've got before? Yeah, and I feel way better. Oh, good shit. I think the um, biggest notice is, like, when you're actually on a job and sometimes you feel shit after lunch mm. and, you, and you just pull on this big job, like, compared to wash plant days, like, you'd be pretty cruisy and then you have to, like, go pull apart a pump or something. Yeah, yeah. And you just feel shit. Yeah. I haven't felt that. I've got energy the whole way through. So I'm pretty impressed. I want to keep keep going. Oh, we'll see how you go. We'll see how we're both going towards the end of the fucking end of the month, bruss. You can't keep starving yourself. You'd be a carcass. Oh, I'll be right. I'm not starving myself. Just fucking, yeah, feeling good, actually. That's good. Um, righto, moving on to this next bit. Now, we have had units commenting, Chuck Norris, Jacks. And videos oh, have yeah. no nothing to do with Chuck Norris on TikTok and shit. So and commenting, oh, when's part three coming? Fucking lipping up. So I've put together a bit, a few of them up from from uh, from part two and stuff out of the comments, and I'm going to share a few of these with you with a third and final, third and final Chuck Norris jokes. So here we go. Chuck Norris learnt how to read from a book. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's once stood up to bow down to Chuck Norris. Oh. Chuck Norris. Ah, sharks get in cages to swim with Chuck Norris. <laughs> I like that one. One time the cops stopped Chuck Norris because he was speeding. They got away with a warning. <laughs> <laughs> when the Hulk gets angry, he turns into Chuck Norris. Yep, heard that one. Chuck Norris picked an apple off an orange tree and made lemonade with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ch- Chuck's wife irons his shirt while he's wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Norris got bitten by a cobra, and after five days of excruciating pain, the snake died. <laughs> the other night I had a dream that I had a fight with Chuck Norris. Woke up with a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's about it. So, a few fucking goodies there, man. I still, every now and again, I see the comment pop up and one just rips in and I just think, fuck, that's funny. Well, there's so yeah, many, so of, many them, of them. And I think it's because it was like a lost thing, you know, why it's blown up so much but, on the old right. TikTok. Because TikTok's only new. And Chuck Norris jokes haven't been a thing for fucking 15 years, yeah. 20 years, as a few Karens have said, they're old. Fucking so's your mother. What's your point? That's right. You know? And um, I think that's why all the like, older people especially are getting around it. And it's fucking funny, you know, when something recirculates. I wonder what, when it like first come up. Was it just people, like, was it radio or, like, where did... Yeah, I don't know. Someone's going to piss you. Just don't all these Chuck Norris jokes. You don't even know Mate, the, I origin, still remember, the history no, origin of it. I remember the first time this popped up. Me and my old man were, I think, Brizzy Airport. And do you know those um, shops in the airport where it has all the books? You go normally buy a neck pillow yeah, and you yeah, buy yeah. all the shit for the flight. Yeah. There was a Chuck Norris jokes book in there, mate. Oh, and right. And me and the old boy got it and we're reading through it and laughing. This was fucking when I was like early high school yep, or, yep. or even late primary school. Yeah, and we were go. laughing about them. So, it, look, it, it, we've never said this is a new thing. It's no, just a no. funny fucking thing that you get around, you know, and there's that many of them out there. That's great. So, but yeah, that's well, good to get your hands that. on that book. There yeah, might be some more pearls in there. Yeah, well, I think I still remember this, and this is from one of them. I think it said Chuck Norris has to take a baseball bat to the toilet 
in case he shits a wild cat and has to beat it to death. <laughs> that that was out of that book in my fucking my head. I can't remember me thongs or to shut your front door, but I can remember that from fucking year six at the airport with dad. How's that for fucked? Yeah, you're like you're like a goldfish with long term memory. Yeah, or is it short term? Short-term memory I'm shit at because I yeah, leave drinks I mean. and shit yeah. all around, yeah. But you got long-term memory. I've got long-term memory. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucked with short-term, bud. Fucked. And you can memorise most things. Most things. Yeah. I don't know what You're like Dory, but... Yeah, sort of. Like, there's so... Fuck you to biology at school, right? Because I remember this test one day, sitting there in biology, and... I, me and Groper, I was meant to go over his place studying for the exam. <laughs> we did fuck all studying. So anyway, we were in there the next morning before the big exam for biology in year 12 or whatever, and I'm going, fuck's sake, I didn't know anything. So I'm sooting through this book, and it was to do with, like, kingdom, phylum, class order. Anyway, it was he had to – I don't even know what it's fucking out of, but it's in biology – and I'll never forget it to the day I die. This is the order it goes. It goes kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. Yes, Whatever the fuck order that is, that's how it goes. Because I remember repetizing it in my head thinking it was the big part of the exam. Wasn't even a question. <laughs> Wasn't even a question oh, on the card. Now you hate that. And now she's forever locked in my brain where the shutting the front door should be there. But no, nah, here's kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. In order. Every fucking time. <laughs> Oh, What's he doing with that cunt? Oh, you wow. know what I mean? Fuck me. My brain just works weird, man. But uh, anyway, sort of supposed to work weird to do something like this anyway. That's right. Be to fun. be entertaining yeah. anyway. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> Forget shit, remember weird shit. Yeah. That's what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, right, moving on to some nicknames, bud. We're getting fucking cream with these and they're unreal because I know they're originals. The old OGs from the boys. So, Wakai messaged in. He said, we called this big long-haired cunt at work Lion because he just, <laughs> all he did was walk around slow thinking he was king shit and yawning flat out. <laughs> <laughs> lion, get you over picture, it. Yeah, you put your lion on the savannah. Feel... They do just cruise around do the big, <laughs> the big yawns. <laughs> uh, um, Dave said, back during the Cola War in the 90s, Coke used to call itself the real thing. So the blokes at the footy club started calling my half-brother Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jared said, this old bloke I work with in the Gulf called our manager Two Dicks. Um, When the manager asked old Steve-O why he called him Two Dicks, he turned around and said, well, you wouldn't be that fucking silly from playing with one. (laughs) Uh, Luke goes, um... Oh, this is a fucking beauty. One day, me and this old fella saw an old bird with eyes <laughs> with eyes on her like a chameleon working at the register. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, hey, look, she's got blue eyes. I was like, what the fuck are you on about, bud? They're not blue. They're damn near black. He goes, nah, man, they're blue. One blue east and one blue west. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Seen a few of them. Fucking Um, James, he goes, hey, boys, got a nickname for you. I know this bloke who's one of those people who has to be the centre of attention, always the loudest in a group, always has to be, has to up one everyone's stories, and he's always talking over people. So they named him Horse, short for horse's dick, because it's a big thing when it's out. Uh, <laughs> 
Lines up with five skin. Yeah, yeah. Big thing when it's out, though, is in. I think that's like when it's out of the sheath, it's big. And when he's out and about at the clubs and that, he's the big thing. You know? Well, that's a fucking nice little hidden message, that one. Yeah. Oh, horse. (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Right, getting into a bit of story time here. So, you know, obviously some people can't can't ring in for certain reasons or if they don't, not confident in um, calling the line and being able to spit out a good yarn, they send a few through. I don't recommend this. I'd no. rather you ring the thing. But every now and again I like sharing a story, you know. And uh, this one, James sent in, he got in a stink at the pub. And really it's just another great display of Australians' words smithery, I think. So... <laughs> He goes, so I left me wallet down at the local last Thursday Thursday night right next to the Bricky's laptop I was fluttering on. So I was only right. I went back on the Friday to pick it up. Walked in, said, love, want me wallet back? Fortunately, they know me quite well at the local watering hole. So they had it ready to go for me. No cash left in it, not even the old cash card. Lucky I'm Stephen fucking Jobs when it comes to technology and had the cash card on me phone. So wallet in pocket, I've ordered a frothy and go and sat at the sports bar. So it's Friday Arvo around knockoff time and the place was full of cunts. But one cunt in particular was hard to miss. Under 20, built like a fucking praying mantis, but a mouth louder than a two-stroke 40-horsepower yammy fanging it up the creek to the next crab pot he's about to steal. <laughs> Anyways, cunts walked out of the bathroom, grinning ear to ear, obviously because of the slug of Bolivian booger sugar he's just inhaled, and bumped into me on his way past. Under me breath I've said, nah, you're right, mate, but he's heard me. Turns and says, excuse me. I've replied, I thought I just did. And that was it. He's got up on his hind legs, raised his fist. That was enough for me. He went to mouth off again. But before he could get the chance, I've gone for the double leg takedown like the middleweight title was on the line. I've driven my shoulder into his ribs and he's hit the deck, stood up and grabbed him by the scruff and laid it all out on the line. (laughs) If I caught a fish for every yabby I pumped out of that cunt, I could open a fucking fish market. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How good's that? Oh, fucking ice. That was a fucking beauty of a yarn, that one. Um, another one here. So this is the Blame the Dog yarn. So do you know how the other day we had that Blame the Dog thing and we yeah. said, oh, if anyone's got a better one than that? Oh, mate goes, I got one. And he goes, oh, I'd like to stay anonymous. <laughs> I said, too easy. Too easy, mate. He said, um. I was dating this girl and she told me her brother used to chuck his used frangers under the bed um, after he'd give his missus a rogering. Anyway, one day the dog jumps up on his dad's lap and his dad's like, bloody hell, this dog has flange breath. No one said much about it. After a while, they'd seen the dog having trouble shitting in the yard and realised it had a franger hanging out of its ass. Uh-huh. Turns out the dog had been eating the used frangers from under old mate's bed for a uh-huh. while and they actually clogged it up. So the old say- so the dad saying the dog had flange breath was spot on and he'd been smelling his son's girlfriend's snatch. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> How's that? He might have got a bit close to it before and knew the smell. Yeah, too. It's a bit fucking wild, isn't it? Heck, boy. Now, we got a fucking prank call that has been sent in. So shout out to Rick for sending this in. I've got to give you a bit of a backstory before we play it, right? Yep. The Rick um, Yeah, big Rick. But uh, so he said, I've got a pisser of a prank call I did a few years back for me old boss. His uncle volunteered the local Catholic church and mowed the grass for him. Now, one day he happened to run over the water meter 
and with his slasher, which obviously fucked it, and he failed to report it to anyone. My boss was telling me about it and said we should ring him and stir him, stir him up. So I thought, fuck it, let's record it. So I did a bit of Googling for plumbers in old mate's local area and give him a ring posing as the local plumber. Yeah. The results were fucking heaps better than I expected. <laughs> old mate took the bait. So um, have a go at this beauty. Hello. Is this Alan Belcom? It was when I looked in the mirror last. Yeah, uh, it's Mark Crosby here from Mark Crosby Plumbing. What's uh, that? Mark Crosby from Mark Crosby Plumbing in uh, Cobham. Mark from the Plumbing? Yeah. I've got yeah. a chasing a, chasing a postal address for you, mate, to see where I, where I could send this bill for the water meter that you busted the other day. What water meter? The water meter at the church. Apparently, they've they've given me your number and told me to ring you uh, about the billing. It's twelve hundred. Fucking water meter. That's the church. Nah, it's twelve hundred dollars, mate. I was just wondering. Who, who... No, send it to me, mate. I was only volunteering, doing the fucking grass. Yeah, right. Eh? Well, it's a twelve hundred and fifty dollars bill. You send it to the fucking church. Then you send it to me. And what are they just going to take up the collection in the uh, in the trade? Fuck me, what they doing? They'll be taking up a bigger bastard for me mowing the fucking grass for them. Yeah, I'm right. volunteer. Well, you know, from what they've told me, they've had to put a couple of baptisms off, and that there hasn't been any, any uh, running water. <laughs> they had to watch. They've had to put a couple of baptisms off because there's not enough running water. They're, they're out of action. What a crock of shit! A crock of shit, yeah. Well, now there's unbaptized, unbaptized kids getting around, mate. Well, get onto the church so you can look at a male who's only fucking mowing their stick and grass for him. And I'm not even a fucking Catholic. So you're not going to pay it? No fucking way I'm not going to pay it. There's nothing to do with me. I tell him to you how to put things in there. Would you like me to get your nephew, Stuart Plant, to pay for it for you? You can fucking get him to pay for it if you want to. I'd like your fucking luck. Some fucking cat having a go at me, I reckon. I got you. How fucking oh, good that is that? He's fucking strong. There's unbaptized kids getting around. <laughs> That is fucking spot on, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> and he, bit, just, he bit so easy. Yeah, fuck. I love those blokes. Just just go zero to a hundred. That or yeah. the click of the fingers. Go, nah, fuck this. Who are you? Yeah, yeah, nah. Who from plumbing? Yeah, from the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> the water made it twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> Send it to the fucking church. <laughs> Take up the offerings on the Sunday for it. Oh, mate, yeah, that is though. Just beautiful, isn't it? So, Rick. He's done his research. Fucking, he's fucking delivered. You have delivered there, brother. Oi. We should even. Rick can nearly be our fucking prank call bloke. Like, I wonder if we fucking give Rick a mission every mission. now and again and big Rick can fucking ring in. He's done well there. <laughs> we have to, might have to get Rick to ring Bunnings and ask him what the go with the fucking. The shit is. With the laxatives. With the laxatives in the air vents, Rick. There yeah. you go with that one, bruss. But fuck me. That was. Beautiful. Thanks for fucking sharing that, eh? <laughs> that was a ripper. <laughs> fucking ripper.
Right. Moving on a little bit. I've got a little tune, actually, that I wanted to share. As you probably know by now, I'm a bit of a country, like me country music and shit like that. Also, I like the house stuff. But, um, yeah, listen to this one on the way out. It actually sounds like a song that it wouldn't surprise me if it's been on the radio. I don't listen to the radio at all. So if it has, I apologise if it's getting fucking raped four times a day on 93.5. But, Kicks yeah, FM or it's called Obsessed by Sam Riggs. I was listening to another country tune and that. Do you know how you have like your uh, settings on so it just goes on with a similar yeah. tune? That should be on that Alpha Blokes country playlist. Yeah. That is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it? That song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Prime. Because like like I said, it's I don't listen to much radio. It probably gets pumped on there, but. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Has but it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love to see him at CMC. Yeah, yeah. Like I, for that, that tune for me. Um, Luke Coombs, him. You've been to CMC before. Yeah, yeah. I've been once. Yeah. I think Brantley Gilbert. I was think there. everyone. Yeah, Brantley Gilbert. Uh, Jason Aldean, Brantley Gilbert was there when that'd I was there. That'd be the ultimate. Luke Coombs, yeah. Sam Briggs, fucking Kane Brown. Because that that song for me, like I don't know, different moods. I like different music. When I'm just cruising in the car, like driving, that sort of song for me is just real easy listening. Good singing along to. Yeah, like just easy fucking listening to. You know, I don't know. It's fucking. I just heard it today, and I was like, yeah. Sam Briggs, come and see him, see mate. Yeah, come on, bro. I um. Oh, that's actually a funny story. Mm. CMC when I went. <laughs> there's no other way to put it. I was an absolute cunt that whole, <laughs> that whole weekend. So I just quit smoking. Oh. And that was my first music festival thing. It yeah, poured, yeah. If anyone knows CMC, it's normally around the time of fucking torrential rain. Every single time. When yeah. I was there, I just fucking took a garbage bag. Pushed my head through it, poked an arm through each side, was yep. off me lemon spread and just fucking snigged around the flats. That's right. First night was prime, had all the pump up from the rain and all mm. that. And then the next day I was hung over as shit. You camped, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, where well, I stayed in a fucking room near it. We had our gazebos um, on the lowest level they could go <laughs> and we're all on stretches <laughs> and went and got Bunnings tarps. Oh, and I was just hung over as shit the next day. Yeah. I offered out the whole bus line because they pushed in. No one wanted me. <laughs> Don't know what. It's a little round cut. It's just confidence. I was just blowing my lid. Wow. And I was telling, I don't know who I think, I shout out Dylan Tony. They were with me. They were just looking at me going, this cunt is losing his mind. Yeah, because I was only first two weeks off the dairies. And yeah. I was a cunt. Got up just... the missus for making ham and cheese toasty. 
Um, got up. Got up for going for a shower, apparently. <laughs> just going to clean herself off. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So just a pure cunt that whole weekend. Yeah, nice. But, yeah. Good memories. So I said I'd never go back, but if Sam Riggs comes. Mate, I think it'd be a – but like I said, they need to I'd change. get a hotel next time. Well, I, I was going to say I'd like to camp, but I suppose – Find a caravan, if you knew If you knew what the weather was going to be, camping every day of the week, hey? Oh, like, yeah. Because that's a part of the Good experience, Good vibe, yeah, man. a bit of a party. Yeah, fucking, fucking drinking with everyone back at camps and shit. But if it is like fucking monsoonal, then it sort of takes the novelty away, doesn't it? <laughs> Best brisket I've ever had, those trails they had set up in where we were camping, but that oh, yeah. was the highlight of the weekend. Yeah, probably. That was like some of the best like smoked brisket I've ever had in Oz. Yeah, right, eh? Fucking eight. Yeah, good shit. And it was good entertainment watching everyone with their caravans and just a mud bath bog <laughs> trying to get out of there. So it was an entertaining weekend, but... Um, Turned into being all right after the initial shit, yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. Wish I'd fully quit smoking before I went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, eh? Yeah, um, you got a little tune, don't you? To get yeah, us yeah, we just, um, you said if I had a tune, I said I don't, and then we just fucking, she's a new one that's out, I think uh, we just by Joe or by Joe. Sort oh, of skipped in, did a little chorus bit of it too, didn't we? we yeah, goes right. Little, it's a remix. Like this, like this. All you ladies pop your pussy like this, shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. So obviously that's a remix of a song we've all heard before, but fuck, yeah. that's a nice heavy little drop. That's a little funky groovy, one. isn't it? I think that's like a minute and a half in that one. Yeah. So it like gets into it a little bit, but yeah, might give you a little fucking kickstart Fire up for your Friday. That's it. Throw kicks. it on the Spotify. Pop it. Pop it. <laughs> Pop it. And drop it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we fucking get to the carry-ons? Let's fire up. Fire it up. Right, I will kick uh, it in the arse, eh? Tommy, Cam, Randy Footlong here, hey. the biggest wiener in Serena, <laughs> calling up and checking in for the week. Anyway, lads, how about it? There's only two states to fucking be in, drunk and Queensland. Fuck <laughs> yeah, fuck them dad kisses. Anyway, oh, I've been listening this week. Oh, I hear that cunt. Trucker Howie or Howard or whatever him, he's calling me out. He wants to have a fucking, he wants to have a sword off with me. He wants to have the old fucking go to the trough and hang it out and see where it's at. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Trucker Howard or Howie or whatever you are, motherfucker. The only way that your cock would be bigger than mine is when you're a kid. Your dad was nibbling on the end of it, and you've pulled back, and he's fucking stretched it. Your dad kissing motherfucker. Mate, I've got you for girth. I've got you for length. Fuck off. There's only one Randy Footlong. Eat a dick, your fucking dad kisser. (laughs) Bit of a rice there. What's that, Randy? Well, if you want to fucking mess with the bull, you get the horns. Mm Mm-hmm. See, Trucker Howie has something. I reckon he'll come back for him. Yeah, Trucker Howie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, Trucker Howie will come back, but fucking, I wouldn't fuck with Randy. No. I wouldn't, with a war, war of words. That's right, he's uh, got a bit of lingo. He has got a bit of lingo, big Randy, so, you know. That was he covers up. the country. Biggest dig in Warwick, biggest yeah. wiener in Serena. Yeah, biggest cock on Ayers Rock. No, what that else? was Howie, wasn't it? No, no. Oh. No, that was, um. what What Howie say? No, that was... Randy was biggest cock on his rock. 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Howie was something. I forgot what Howie said. Oh, well. Randy's just been stuck at the front, forefront of my mind, but I reckon Howie will come back. Oh, yeah. So we'll um, wait to hear Howie's return serve there, but... <laughs> All right, mate. See how we go. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> on your ready. Hey, young boys. I'm glad you enjoyed the KFC yarn last week. But I forgot to add my name. It's uh, the Quavis Fossilthwaite the third. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> something that's really fucked with my head this week. Walking along with the missus, and she's a proper dog lover. Fucking love the dog. Anyway, see this Asian man walking with his little dog. And uh, obviously, it went through my head, you know, fucking dinner. But the missus, she fucking eyeballed it and thought, fuck yes, I'm padding this little cat. So anyway, we walk along. She goes, oh, do you mind if I pat my dog? I fucking just walk past because I don't want to make small talk with Mr. Miyagi. Anyway, my missus goes, what's his name? And I could not fucking believe my ears. But this cat goes, the name's Jin Chen. I fucking turned around and I said, pardon? He goes, Jin Chen. I said, well, what a fucking spectacular name. <laughs> now that was fucked already. But then I couldn't help but fucking notice this cunt was patting his own dog the wrong way. Hey. You know he meant to pat a dog. No, no, no. This fucker was fucking, he was just patting it the wrong way and I fucking shook my head and I just could not believe it. Could not believe it. Anyway, let me know how you go, but Jin Chen. Jin no, Chen. you should be just calling your dog fucking Ben or Gary or some shit, but Jin <laughs> Chen, fuck me. It's got me fucked. Oh, well, see, boys. That's what? a huge topic for other overseas things. What do they call their dogs? Yeah. Well, what's a common name? Yeah, that is that is loose. Jin One, Chen. Jin Ten or some shit. Jin Ten, yeah. Yeah, what's a common name for fucking... I don't know how he's patting it now. Surely it was like against the grain, he meant. Like, like from tail up. Bris- running yeah, the hands bristles running up. back up. Yeah. Against, yeah, he must have been doing that. What's the weirdest dog name you've ever heard that you just thought? Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, I haven't heard too many weird Can't. ones. Really, one. This is the biggest carry on of a dog name I've ever heard. One of my exes had a dog called Eliza. Eliza, and I thought oh, a three-syllable name for a fucking dog is the biggest pain in the ass. Eliza. Is that off the thornberries? Oh, I don't know. Wasn't, but, it, wasn't that one of the um, little one that could talk to animals? No, Eliza? that's... Yeah, and then you got Donnie like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Cowboy. Shout out to Donnie. <laughs> yeah, fucking... But, um... Yeah, and then old Nigel. They're not <laughs> mermaids. They're dugongs. Yeah. Fucking but, uh... Species, that bloke. Mm. But, yeah, what were we fucking on about there? Eliza, the dog name. Yeah, yeah. So, I reckon... Two syllables max for a dog, mate. Yeah. Two syllables, not three. Three is a joke. Three's nearly even pushing it for fucking, you know. You know, people play on three syllables, but, you know, like you got Maverick, I got Simba, and I got Mitzi. Yep. Fucking, you know, you got Diesel, you got I want to call a dog Utah. Utah? Yeah, well, that's sweet. I want Utah. Utah and Maverick one day. Don't but, steal me dog. But what a pain in the ass if you lose your dog having to yell out, Eliza! <laughs> Eliza! It's a waste of breath. You yeah. could just be going, Barrett! <laughs> Barry! Maverick! Yeah. Simba! Mitzi! Mav. Good here, Mav. You know? That's right. Not, yeah, it's just a carry on. Obviously, they don't lose their dogs much. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Tell you what, no bastard. That's a house dog name for that sure. That is. No bastard. No hunter back in the day before trackers called their dog a three-syllable name. They yeah, are yeah. one syllable. That's because right. Because you're yelling the bastard out. For Diesel. Out. What do you reckon the most common dog name is? Mac Diesel. Oh, Diesel's a very common one, isn't it? Diesel. Oh, no. Spot. Patch. Spot, Patch. Yeah, I had a Labrador with Mac, and then I knew a few people that called him Mac. Yeah. It's like the old, yeah. Truck. What about um? Truck. Ma- I went to a um, went up north Cairns a few years back, and they couldn't figure out a uh, name for their dog, so they just called it dog. Yeah, yeah, I've had a few. Things There'd be like a few people like that around yeah. oh, cattle farms and stuff like that. Yeah, fuck oh, just the other stray walked in. Yeah, that's, that's it. dog. Yeah, fucking ice. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But yeah, shout out to Mister Miyagi. Fucking okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Good day, tax dodgers. Jacko from New South Wales. Jacko. Hey, bit of a carry on. Fucking Crocs. Tell me what the fucking go is with those fucking plastic masturbating shoes. Or <laughs> like, fuck me swinging. If you're a fucking Aussie bloke, you're an alpha bloke, and you wear Crocs, like, I think that's got to be the biggest fucking piss date of all time. Fuck them off and buy yourself a pair of fucking dogs. Grow up, cunt. And secondly, what's this shit? About New South Wales blokes kissing their fucking dads on the lips. <laughs> I don't know when the last time you boys visited the fucking Gold Coast, but I can guarantee you there's more fucking homos up there giving their fucking old man a bit of a hit to the lip gloss than there would be fucking down here, fellas. Pull your heads in. We enjoy listening to you. That shit's getting fucking old. Love you. Keep it up. All right. <laughs> Oi, I'm, I'm completely with him on the Crocs. Yeah. There's a lot of blokes that are passionate croc owners. Do you know what? I am too, but I'm scared to buy myself a pair because they could really... Because I don't give a fuck what people think I look like. I think we've all yeah, established that Yeah, you wear now. them to the fanciest restaurant. I, I would... I'd be... I'm scared, right, that I will get... I'll like them and I'll start wearing them everywhere and I'm just not letting that happen. You'd go nightclub and no drums. I, I fucking would. Today, well, do you know how we had that call in the other day about... um. <clears throat> Losing the fucking, uh, go, like, going out barefooted around yeah, in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's me, the Sarv. We just talked about my memory before. Remember the fucking best thing in year 12 biology, but forget everything else. I was meant to pick up me thongs on the way that I left at me oldies place. <laughs> <clears throat> on the your way shoes here. are still here, by the way, too. On the way here today. Yeah, and my shoes are here. Yep. yep. And anyway, I was meant to pick them up, but I didn't. They were... Uh, I left them there, and then I was setting everything up here, the new camera and all the lights and shit like that, and I was like, fuck, I don't have time to go out to my oldies place, and I'm like, ah, I don't give a fuck, I'll just barefoot it. So I went into office works today to get those memory cards barefoot, went into Coles, got those snags barefoot, and I was just like, well, I'm not buying a pair of songs just so I look good for some other cunt. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But that's, so that's what I mean. I'm that mentality where if I got a pair of Crocs, and I actually liked them. I'd run those motherfuckers till till you lost till them. I lost them and bought another pair. So yeah, yeah, don't ever get a camo pair. You fucking lose them pretty quick. The only time I could see where they'd come in is if you were fishing and that, and you could lock the hubs in at the back and like stomp through the mud and on the rocks and that. Yeah, because, I'm gonna be handy for that. Yeah, but you know, even if I got a pair and like left them in the boat or something, oh, I don't know. No, that's... but I can't get around them still. I can't get around them. Can you? You're more. Are you more, or you just don't like the look of them? Like they're not trendy enough. You reckon? Or no, do you I like- definitely run them. In the, you, mate, 
When I go fucking camping, <laughs> yeah. there, was a, there was a period there when I go camping, I'd just wear reef walkers. Wouldn't even wear a pair of thongs, yeah, sand prime. shoes. I'd be the reef walking bloke. Yes. Drinking rum tins, just sooting around. They are comfy, those cunts. Yeah, yeah, they just mould your foot. With it's like one, wet with, with one with the zipper up the it's side. It's like wetsuit material. Oh, right? mate. And you don't have to worry about stonefish and shit like Nothing. that. You just punch it. Just, yeah, in the boat, water skiing, fucking whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Jump on the surfboard. No, I'm with you there. Fucking they ass. are a good bit of gear. Nothing worse than like oyster rock cuts and shit That's on your right. foot in that day. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing to that question, Mick, I don't know if you knew this, mate, but if you're offended by something, normally don't say that you are because then we'll just say it more. <laughs> then it's a yeah, big roast. Also. Yeah. But in saying that, like we said in the in the earlier episodes, the whole New South Wales versus Queensland thing, it's tapering off, you know. Yeah. We, we've all established that we're better than yous again. And now it's going to taper off and we'll, you know, get back to normality a bit and get back to it next origin. We're heading out to Gold Coast soon, so we'll check that out and get that dealt with. Mate. Actually, yeah. blokes have yeah. lip gloss on their dad, so that's not appropriate in Queensland. So yeah, that's right. Well, we're going down there in um, mid-August, so we'll just sort that yeah. out for you, mate. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll go and have a word to all of them. Yeah. Confiscate lip gloss, yep. backhand them, send them back to New South Wales where they come from. Yep. Give your mum a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, yeah, we are heading down... Middle of August. Yeah. Um, a few podcasts actually, to attend before me Bucks party. Yeah, might be stopping into the Caxton and catching up with the BBB lads yep. on one of the days there, doing a podcast with them, hopefully, and um, got a couple of others lined up as well. So we'll be driving your car down to yeah, the big we'll show. We're going to fly, but um, if we're going to go Brizzy one night, Gold Coast, then back to Brizzy for the Bucks party. Yeah. So if anyone better knows, off. anyone knows any good spots to stay in the Goldie that you'd recommend? Yeah, we've we've um, got a place Wednesday night in Brisbane. Yeah, one good one because I thought we we're going to have to record an episode in Brisbane, and someone's saying that River, wherever it is, wherever I think we're staying for the Bucks party. Yeah, there's a massive tunnel project or something going on near there, yeah, and right. they reckon it's just that much noise. Well, I think the... So I was like, imagine, glad we didn't stay there and had to record yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Because you'd be hearing jackhammers and whatever else in the yeah. background. I think we might be able to swindle the BBB lads to let us sneak into the caco upstairs yeah, yeah. there, maybe, if we have another one. But anyway, um, yeah, that'll be good. We'll have a word to them for you, jacko, down the coast, mate. So, yeah, we'll be down the valley, that Bucks party dodging knives and their shows, but, yeah. Yeah, we'll let you we'll let you know when we're heading down there and just fucking if you see us prancing around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say good day. No knives allowed. No knives. Moving on. Yeah. Good day, legends. Absolutely loving the uh podcast here, but Cheers, we're in a bit of a predicament. Our uh receptionist at our work, we're in a factory. Me and me two brothers, we all work together. And you gotta go for a crap. You gotta go for a hard hit. She's literally sitting right next to the dunny. Oh. So we've got us all thinking you've got to do a bit of a tactical poo because when you're trying to push out a James Heard, this thing's coming out <laughs> hot and heavy. So I've come up with a bit of an idea. You sort of put a bit of a parachute landing down the bottom, bit of toilet paper scrunched up on the water to stop the splash. But at the end of the day, we need a bit more advice because we can hear her fucking fingers hitting the keyboard. So, let alone those were shaking, buddy, hear what's going on in the toilet, especially if you want to have a workplace vlog. Anyway, uh, get back to us, Legends. would love to hear what you think. Uh, right, uh, cheerio, Uru. Kind think, of a setup, that. Kind of a setup, isn't it? Yeah. I've got a couple of things. 
So first one would be <clears throat> it's just, so he said the did he say that she was the receptionist? Yeah. Surely there's got to be a couple of things that the blokes can't do. Like you might get one of the old blokes to say, Hey Dale, can you come give me a hand on this computer? I'm no good with computers, you know. <clears throat> maybe teed up with one of the boys saying, Brass, give me fucking five minutes to blow this thing out. Yeah, yeah. You I'm know, to destroy this joint. Got to destroy this joint. So I get one of the boys to send her over to give you a hand with the computer. Oh, mate, slips in, blows her out. Right? That's option number one. If you got no boys to help you out, the old cough as it's blowing out is always all right. Like, like he said, probably the layer of toilet paper to the as it's about to come out, you do the big, you know. Yeah, that cunt's dying in there. Yeah. Or just play some music. Just make it make it proper, just known, just like, well, I'm not going in here to fucking read a book. If anyone knows us two, unless you're trying to root her, I just walk in there and go, oi, because you obviously know you work in with her every day, oi, I'm about to destroy this fucking joint. Yeah. I reckon you get off that keyboard, go make yourself a coffee, and um, get the Glen 20 ready. Yeah, that's right. And that'd right. be me. I'm going, I'm, Sally, whatever your name is. Yeah, yeah. About, shit's about to hit the fan. Uh, fucking oath, eh? Grow up. That's yeah. a good call. Just that's, be like, oi. They've got things... thin walls in here. It's time for a smoke or whatever you have to do. Go yeah, sell yeah. out of the boys, shake your ass, do whatever you have to do. Yeah. No sex harassment in the workplace. Yeah. But, but no, yeah. that's that's prime. Just be like, because, and then when you leave, be like, looks like Bathurst in there. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Big old Crocs. Oh, yeah, your two supervisors named this, come out of this. Yeah, yeah, going Tom, to drop Tom, come a, out of me, Cam. That's right, going to drop a New South Wales out of me blues, blues yep. you know. That's a classic. Yeah, Dad, kiss her out of the fucking Origin Legends. Yeah, yeah. Point but, uh, yeah, that's fucking, that's a hard one. That's a kind of a setup, though, isn't it? That's Having right. the shitter there. Like, you just want to go and just blow your back out. Yeah. You know, do you know what I love doing? So... Everyone knows it's me at work now, but I like walking walking in because there's two shitters side by side. I like, if I get the choice, unless I'm about to proper blow me back out, I like to just, if there's no one else in there, I'll go and have a shit. If there's someone in there, I'll just go and fucking, you know, gin around with something for five minutes and then come back. But I always go, oh, when I open the door and someone else is in there. And it's always funny when it's a contractor. Because they'd be thinking, how the fuck was well, that? Well, I had a bloke do it to me the other day. I'm sitting in there and he's singing. He's, I can hear him like, I don't know, five, ten metres out. And he's yeah. singing along to a song. And then he goes in and he goes, oh, you're in me shitter. <laughs> and that made it even more awkward. Like, he owned the joint. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what have you been doing in here, brother? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just fun. yeah. It's- and then he just like, fuck, fuck. And then he starts singing again and shits at the other end. Because, yeah, well, I, um, I sort of did that to... Because I just do it to the boys on the crew, but I didn't realise that there was a contractor there the other day. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've I've rolled in, thought I was first, because I was at us boys, but I thought, oh, someone must have beat me. And I went, oh, (laughs) for fuck's sake. And then walked out, like mucking around, but did the big voice like that. Yeah, yeah. Walked back in, everyone's sitting there having a coffee. I was like, who's in the shitter? And they're like, fuck's me. I went, oh, prime. That bloke would be thinking, what's doing? (laughs) Yeah. I remember we walked in one day and we're going, oh, you stinking cunt, what the fuck is that? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That poor bloke is just going, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of lip in the workplace. Fucking, it's good stuff. Good banter. Yeah, bloody hell. But yeah, mate, try a couple of those things. Hope we've helped you there. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> hey, legends. Sam here from CQ. Mate, I've got a bit of a um, morale booster for all these 
fellas like me that have got a little pecker. Look, been there, done that. When someone calls you out on it, you just say, look, this is the ultimate fucking legend talk. It might be a four-inch nail, but I drive the cunt with a 90-kilo hammer. <laughs> That's right. Keep it up, mate. boys. You're doing a good job. Okay, nice. Bye, mate. Oh, okay. boys, it's Sam here again. I've got another one. Look, I tried the old, um, I'm going to have you pump you, cunt. <laughs> I didn't get it. Best phrase I've ever fucking learnt from you boys. No, uh, look, I just got to try and, yeah, don't know. Anyway, keep it up. You're doing a proper mint job. Keep it real, boys. So I feel like this is a good time to Give really the explain the mate. Yabby Pump. Give so the practical. I reckon there's a lot of people out there that have heard us say Yabby Pump or Yabby Pump even that so many times and they're thinking, oh, what the fuck is that? But they don't want to be like, you know, when you just pretend you know something just so you're not like, oh, I probably should know it. Just sort of give people an explanation. So yabbies, a lot of people will be going, of course we know what it is. But anyway, yabbies live in a fucking sandbank. They're a little fucking little thing with a nipper. You know, you normally pump them to go fishing for whiting, like use use for yeah, bait. Whiting love them. Now, a yabby pump is like a stainless steel tube, and it's got a fucking a, a bar up the inside of it with a rubber washer on the end, and you pull it, you hold a handle, and there's another handle right next to your hand that you pull directly up. It sucks the sand up, push it out, blow it out onto the sand, and then you repeat that. So it's up, out, up, out, and you hold your hand next to the other one, pull it back to your fucking chest, blow her back in. So that replicates holding a bloke by the scruff of the shirt and repeatedly just pounding him in the chin with your fist. Yeah. The same same method. So Without when your dominant hand grabbing their shirt so you've got a bit of swing way. That's right. And you can just walk him. So when we say yabby pumping, we're talking about old mate grabbing him by the scruff and just feeding him about seven rights. Yeah. Yeah. Thought it was a good good chance. To, I don't know if I've explained that right, but look up pumping yabbies on YouTube, and you'll just see a bloke <laughs> sooling around the sand flats. Yeah, I hope a blown video comes up, and you just get to see the best yabby pump. Yeah, well, oh mate, um, where those that young fella fucking stole that car on the news ages ago. Remember we shared oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a beautiful display of a yabby pump. From just grabbed old, old mate with the left around the scruff and just fed him about seven rights. That's a yabby pump. Yeah, he would have had a yabby farm. That, that was platinum edition. Fucking yeah. unreal. Good. But, yeah, so that's a yabby pump. And, yeah, that's a beauty. Driving yeah. at home with a 90-kilo fucking mama. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember I was bagging a bloke out in the car one day and old mate goes, don't worry about him, bruss. He might have a small cock or whatever. Look at the weight on the – look at look at the fucking counterweight on that thing. That's going to be a heavy drive. Yeah. Like might, only, might only be small, mate, but it has got a bit of weight behind it. Like, It'll get the job done. Like we've always said, it's about how fast your ass is. Yeah, yeah. Fastest ass in Calliope. Yeah. In Mirrenvale. Nickname you the singer. Well, the fastest ass in Mirrenvale. <laughs> in the MV. I in like the it. MV. What are you, fastest in Beecher? CQ. Say, oh, fuck off. CQ. Take the challenge. Who's, the fa- who's got the fastest ass in Tassie? I want to start here and who's got the fastest ass. You don't have to ask their sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to start hearing some people ring in with the fastest ass from where you live. I want to see who's got the fastest ass from each state. Has Randy, Randy got work? Well, I don't know. Randy will have to ring in. He's got the biggest dick. It doesn't mean he's got the fastest ass. Ah, that's right. Randy might have a big slow ass. That's right. <laughs> Who knows? He all waits at the front. 
Anyway, moving on. It's Jimbo. I'm walking for a public shitter the other day, and there's a bloke standing at the urinal with no arms. You know, I had a piss, and I sort of looked over, and he's looking at me, and I said, it was a bit awkward. I said, oh, fucking hell, mate, do you need a handle? Or he said, oh, yeah, look, if you don't mind. Said, oh, fuck right. Anyway, so he unzipped his pants and flopped his cock out, and it was the dirtiest, most disease-ridden cock I've ever seen in my life. It was... It had scabs and scaly fucking skin flaking off it and these wiry-looking ginger pubes with fluff all through them and fucking a bit of pus dripping out the eye. And anyway, I aimed it and fucking give it a shake and then put it away for him. And I said, look, mate, I don't mean to be rude, but what's wrong with your cock? He, as he's walking out the door, he pulled his arms out of his shirt. He goes, fuck the phone up, but I'm not touching it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh fucking hell! Oh. That's awesome. Remember, as a um, back in primary school, high school, the blue waffle. Mm. That was just the biggest thing ever, ever. Yeah, yeah. What was the other ones that used to get around? There was a few. Remember, there was two so girls, the, one cup. So the sicko videos that I remember, the meat wheel straight away was yep, blue waffle, two girls, one cup. Um, the meat wheel one was one it? man, one jar. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, classics there. Yeah, and remember that the, the horse, the horse oh, rooting that chick, chick the, yeah, yeah, the brown yeah. and white horse. Yeah, yeah, that was like the first thing of bestiality sort of. Weird. Yeah, bestiality's great, mate. Bestiality's great. Fuck a wallaby. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is the other one? Put your hole on a toad, mate. Oh well, the the way that song goes, we should probably give you a bit of a heads up. If you're on the piss and you've got a song, it goes. Bestiality's great, mate. Bestiality's great. And then do that again. And then you might go, throw your log and a dog, mate. Throw your log and a dog. And everyone goes, throw your log and a dog, mate. Throw your log and a dog. And then you sing, bestiality's great, mate. Bestiality's great. One bloke goes, fuck a wallaby in the middle. And then the next bloke has a turn. And he might go, throw your load and a toad, mate. Throw your load and a toad. You know, and you just come up with that. While you're on the piss on the beach or something, hilarious. Yep. Probably wouldn't do it around anyone you respect, but yep. anyone named Karen. But you know, on a bus trip, that'll keep you going for fucking hours. Yeah. Same with the um, wish good, all the good. ladies. Wish all the ladies. There's, There's some a fucking, fucking beauties in fuck there. Fuck, I missed. Yeah, yeah. Some bus trips with wish That's all the ladies. That's gonna be a bucks party one. Yeah, surely. yeah, yeah. Wish all the ladies. Fucking I. It's all good fun. Right, eh? Moving on. Listen here, you fucking two-headed cunt. <laughs> also known as Queenslanders. How's this for your fucking Queensland spirit? One bloke's getting fucking punches thrown at him. And one of the other cunts come in and grab him around the neck. And then the other fella still keeps showing punches at him, eh? Yeah, that for your fucking Queensland spirit. <laughs> like, I, uh, like I said earlier. It was like I that... Think- um, Queensland bloke almost come in and like split it up. He like almost tackled a Queensland. Well, yeah, he's not going to grab his own bloke, is he? No, no, it's, that's what it looked like. Yeah, but. but like for me, I still reckon Tino did Matt Burton a favour by grabbing him. Grabbing him, that's right. Because yeah. fuck oh, yeah, me, yeah, yeah. he would have got fed about two hundred more rights from Gagai. And do you know what's more embarrassing on a New South Wales perspective? You've all seen that happen, and you did fuck all. You've all run in and did nothing. 
Nothing. Nothing. That's that's New South Wales spirit. That's fucking shit. Shit. They should if they saw that happening. Tino grab him like you said, and it was the biggest grab act ever, apparently. And Gagai's still punching him. Shouldn't there have been a few punches thrown from the the Blues fellas running in? No, Gal. That was fuck all. What do you reckon the Gal would have done if he was there? Oh, Gal would have had a crack. Yeah. I don't me. think anyone can say that Gal's not a blue now. No, that's right. Yeah, Gal can blue. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. I'd never say Gal can't blue. No. no. But, um, yeah. Still a grub. Yeah, On still. Yeah, still a grub. Anyway. It was good seeing him pack the bus. Mm. Moving on. G'day, boys. First time caller, long time listener. Long sock here. Long sock. Just calling up. I've got a buddy, got a proper carry on for you. Boys, why is it that there is people that exist on this fucking planet that will be taking a shit, use all the toilet paper on the roll, get a new roll, use a bit out of that, and then sit it on top of the fucking toilet roll holder? Women. How hard is it to take the fucking old roll off and put the new one on, mate? When I'm fucking going in there for a bust a big shit, I don't want to be fucking around doing half of someone else's job. That is the biggest, Karen. I'm there for business and business only. All right, boys, that's all I had to say. Just, yeah, stay at yourselves. I agree. It's a carry-on, eh? Having tapes in the workplace. It does, eh? Lazy I don't get it. At least that's better than none at all, though. But yep. it's still... I've got a story about that. Recently, when I went up the other weekend to Rocky, sort the wedding shit out. Yeah, yeah. Went to the public toilets after brekkie. Yeah. And, yeah, got they got those big rolls with a real thin shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, done me deed. Gone to reach under. Empty roll. Oh. Check the back one, because normally they have two. Empty as well. Oh. So, I've just fucking... I said, I'm not getting shit on me jocks. So I said, anyone could see me shit. I had to walk out of there. Pants around the ankles. Pants around the ankles, just shuffling. <laughs> Didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I was at that point, I'm like, I'm not ruining my day. Just someone to look at me, little cock. <laughs> Went to the parents' room, disabled one. Went in there, found a bit. So what, you literally shuffled out, shuffled pants out. around the ankles, outside yep. Yep. of the toilet to the next one. And I'll tell you where it was, too. <laughs> it was the boathouse in Rocky. You know what I mean? Those shitters. It's a little doorway, about four or five steps. That and you're is at the funny door as again. fuck. Yeah, I said walking cast. around like a penguin. Yeah, I said to cast. I'm like, that was fucking dramas. Imagine if it, like a little girl and her mum were like walking up. Oh, and then you go, oh, oh yeah, that would have been dramas. You're just like, oh, there's a man showing his dick at the thing. Oh, oh public indecency. Oh, the whole no. fucking show. Would have been 500 away from a school and shit. Yeah, yeah, chunky cheese. <laughs> oh wow! That but is I was that shitty, obviously. I was yeah. that shitty. <laughs> shitty. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck this! I gotta get through the mall, the wedding stuff." Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm fuck not you. ruining me jocks. Nah, fuck it, mate. Yeah. Same as paper towel in the workplace. Fucking that shits me. It's that easy to yeah. put new paper towel in to dry your hands. Yet I purposely do it. like it hasn't happened too much where I am now, but um, back. Mine's actually was the worst. I just, I just over the top. You fucking useless cunts. Yeah, yeah. I just screamed that. Yeah. And then someone would always like close the door quicker or walk around the corner. You know what I've seen someone do that was funny though. Oh, this just come to me right now. Is back in the day there was a bloke at Barney Point there at the port or whatever used to just fucking hate that. Like I don't like it either. But he used to go off. 
One of the boys once found out that there was only two things left, <laughs> so he rolled it out, wrote ha 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 on it, great. rolled it back up a bit, and our mate pulled it out. We're all sitting there waiting. He's like, oh ha ha ha, you can't like fucking. That's not funny. yeah, just going off his head. But I was like, that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. Yeah, you got. <laughs> I'll just sort of put a roll up. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't be a grub. It's like not putting your trolley back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey boys, listening to the pod. Here you like a bit of crabbing, and you're having a bit of trouble with share farmers. Got the perfect solution for the little dogs. And what you do when you attach your crab line to the pot in the last meter, you get yourself some little bait hooks with long shanks. Skiv those little fuckers up to the rope, about a hand width apart. So when the little share farm and dogs get a hold of your line, they get to that last meter and they can see what's in your pot and they got the glory shot in there thinking, oh, fuck yeah, I've got a free feed. Oh, no. Something grabs them and it bites and they let go. The weight of the pot takes it down and tears their fucking hands to shreds. Also works with razor blades. It's a little bit more morbid, but gets the job done. You get back to the boat ramp, you see some fuckers with some torn up hands, you know who's been taking your crabs. Give them a touch up. Nothing like a good old high five to the face. Enjoy, fellas. Love ya. Fucking nice. Okay. That's awesome. There's scammers and crab pot raiders uh, on the same level. The hemorrhoids mate. of the earth. They're fucking pieces of shit. Like if someone goes, oh, that's a bit rough. No, it's not. No one should be pulling your pot up. At all. Yeah. Fuck off. That's right. Yeah. So play on there, sir. I think that's a fucking great one, isn't it? Yeah. I still remember. Problem is now, like, people hit them with a prop or just literally slash the float and let them drop. Mm. Yeah, but at least you get But if they are pulling them, that's great. Yeah, yeah. A lot of effort. Yeah. But right, it, I, same, I think, it, I think it's only... Fucking, Pots aren't cheap these I days. I think that would only be a thing where if it was constantly Constant in the same that. area, you'd fucking... Yeah, you were just getting belted. You'd have to start trying some shit. Because, yeah, yeah. man, I still remember the anger in me that day. I got those new pots at school holiday time. Yeah. Went to check them the next day and one was gone. Literally couldn't have... Nothing else could have happened. Not big, like, not big dyes couldn't nah, have turned. Nah, even if it was, I went to where it would have got washed under. There was nowhere. And I still remember just walking around 1770 <laughs> campground ready to punch the fuck out of the closest person to that pot if I saw it. Like, yep. I just was so angry, eh, thinking, you fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's a good tip for anyone getting their crab pots fucked with, eh? Yep. It's good. Moving on. Let me go one more after this. G'day, trendsetters. Proxy the Big Red Dog here, a.k.a. Father of Sons and fucker him up. <laughs> Mate, got a carry-on for you. Driving home from Brisbane back to Kiwi Bay here on Sunday. Pain, yeah. And got held up in two fatal accidents on the drive back. Yeah. Fucking carry-on this is, you dickhead. Out there driving like absolute fucking pond scum. Not a brain between your fucking ears, and you're killing people because of it. What an absolute fucking piss fight it was. Couple of k's out of Jin Jin, head on rollover. 57-year-old man, fucking dead. Less than fucking 80 k's up the road, just near Baroran. Highway, caught on the side of the highway for over 10 hours. Same deal. Pork chop was fucking overtaken on double white lines, being a real cocksucker. 
Head on collision, get us outbound yet, spun him round, elderly bloke, got cleaned up pretty bad, and old mate was cut by confinement in his car for about seven hours before they cut the prick out and sent him on his way. What an absolute carry on. So it's just been a fucking road safety message for all you bing bong ding alongers out there. Fucking woo back a bit. Who gives a shit if it's five extra minutes? Get there fucking safely. Because if you're driving like a dick shit, mate, you're taking some other poor cunt out. You're impacting poor folk like myself and the missus and my young little 12 month old boy who's oxygen dependent and you couldn't get him get him home. Absolute fucking carry on. Anyway, legends. Take it easy, keep it sleazy, make like a seagull and get the flock out of here. A <laughs> <laughs> little Tabo spill there. Yeah, I see we rave on about um Cyclists, caravans and that a lot, not going the speed limit. But there's another end of the spectrum too, and it's fucking idiots who are doing that. Like, I understand it is frustrating. Trust me. Trust me. I understand. I do a lot of driving and get stuck behind a lot of fuckwits. Nothing like truck drivers and that. They would be next level frustrated. But it is not worth being a fucking hero and overtaking on double lines and shit. Stop it. Because it's not you... It's the poor cunt who's coming the other way who can't get out of the way and you kill him. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Like he just said then, it's his little boy who's fucking oxygen dependent and they don't have anywhere, they can't get him home. They're stuck on the side of the road. Yeah. You know? It is not worth you not coming home at all to your family for getting there fucking 10 minutes earlier, is it? That's right. You know? As much as I get frustrated sometimes, I really do. You've got to try and find a podcast or find a tune just fucking try and zone out. Overtake when you can, obviously. I fucking round them up when I get the chance to, when you get a big old flat or a big straight or, you know, overtaking lane. But don't be a fucking hero. It really isn't worth it, eh? That moment you realise that you've fucked up, it's normally too late, mm. isn't it? Like you see some of those ads, they're fucking pretty bang on. We've all done it in our younger years and current years. and Yeah, probably overtaking when you shouldn't and stuff and you think, oh, that was a bit close and, you know, it's yeah. all it takes. Like we were talking about the other day with old mate getting stabbed and that. It's a similar thing with driving. It does not take much, eh? No. You know? And that's what worries me about, like, being a parent and your kids fucking growing up and learning to drive and all that sort of shit. You can teach your kids how to drive as good as you fucking want. They could be the best driver, most safe safe driver on earth. It's not them most of the time you have to worry about. It's a fucking idiot. Doing exactly that, yeah, you know, and them not really being able to cope with it. I remember actually the uh, defensive driving course that, that we did at the port that mm, time. Mm. I think that was really good. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of young people, like, I think it would be a good idea if your kid's getting into um, uh, getting their license and shit and maybe got their red peas, book them into one of those defensive driving courses because it teaches you, like, last minute how to hit the brakes and turn your wheel to sort of get out of the way a little bit. Yeah. I think, actually, that's the only way I didn't hit those cars that time no, I was no, saying. Yeah, where I was at last minute, you know, sort of muscle memory from learning that day to hit the picks and then how to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. But I just think it's probably a good idea to get your young fella or young girl in and just... Well, it's good to... Um, that apprentice program, a lot of workplaces, just to throw your apprentices through it all, people that aren't... Yeah. Like, yeah. New, I don't know. It just... Driving. It may save someone Schools one should definitely do it. Yeah, I agree. Like, you're 16 doing your learners. Yeah, like you do a boat licence at school. Yeah. like they sh- Yeah, that's right. They should bring in stuff like that because it fucking could save someone one day in that, like, not know what to do situation. Instead of freezing up, 
they might be able to fucking get out of the way. Yeah. And that's why I reckon it's always good to teach your kids young property or oh. let them drive the down the dirt road, get them used to stuff. Mate, dead set, I cannot rave this enough as um rave this enough. Those electric cars that I've got, that electric Hilux I've got for the young fella. Yeah. I know it's a toy, but it has an accelerator, it has a steering wheel, it has a park drive and reverse thing. Yeah. Literally he reverses it looking back out of the fucking under the house and shit. And drives around like even though he's just playing, that's teaching him the basics at fucking two or three years yeah, old be on aware how to of your surroundings. Yeah, just turn the wheel to go this way, reverse, look back. You know, it's a it's something that's worth I reckon investing in. Just that little shit, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, moving on. I think this is the last one. Yeah, Alpha boys, it's a doyle here. Been listening to your potty for a while. It's a good one. Um, just ringing up to say that. I've uh, listened and I'm taking the leap. I'm doing my own business. Nice, bro. And the uh, other thing is this FMD, foot and mouth. Um, biggest in Australia, as we all know, we're fucked. But the city people probably don't understand that it's going to affect them. Um, it's going to affect little blokes, big blokes. And they reckon that they're suicide at the moment. You wait till you see that come in. There'll be the most suicides Australians ever seen because the farmer is too weak to speak. And, um, yeah, I'll go to them lengths, which I hope it doesn't because otherwise it'll be a ruination of a country sort of thing. But, yeah, just remember, if you come from Bali, leave your boots there. Anyway, boys, thanks for the potties and uh, we'll catch you, eh? Cheers, yeah, bro. I think they might even, I don't know, they're sort of talking about closing the borders or, or maybe not flights into Bali for a bit. Yeah. Well, so as for the people like, who don't know, foot and mouth disease or FMD, like you said, is a highly contagious virus or disease of animals. It's one of the most serious livestock diseases. So it affects um, cloven uh, hooved animals, like those with divided hooves, including cattle, buffalo, camels, sheep, goats, deer, and pigs. So if you're a farmer or a man from the country and are struggling with a bit of head noise, there's always someone willing to listen. Yeah. Even though, you know, like he said, a lot of those blokes are proper old school lads, and no matter what we say or no one else says, they're they're headstrong, you yeah. know. But um, you know, for me, because that's the situation, if you know a bloke who works on the land and might be doing it a bit tough, why don't you reach out and ask him how he's going? It might do more than you realise. You know, you might have a mate that owns a station or whatever and you just haven't talked to him in ages. Give him a ring. Yeah. How you going, brother? What's been happening? You know? Pretty wild that. Yeah, it is. I don't eh? want to be giving up a steak anytime soon. No, definitely not on this diet. Nah, but yeah, I'm I'm fucking hoping that stays clear of Australia because yeah, that would be fucked, wouldn't it? Yeah, last thing we need. Yeah, mate. Uh, wrap, wrapping things up. Have you got a joke today, Wally? Oh yeah. Uh, what do we got here? Fucking. <laughs> what happens when a fucking elephant comes in your window? What? Grab something that floats. <laughs> <laughs> Big old load coming in the window. Yeah. Mate, I got one here. <clears throat> I got one here. This one was from Callum. So a man a man joins a very exclusive nudist colony. On his first day, he takes off his clothes and starts to wander around. A gorgeous blonde walks by and the man immediately gets an erection. The woman notices his erection. Comes over, comes over to him and says, did you call for me? The man replies, no, what do you mean? 
She says, you must be new here. Let me explain. It's a rule here that if you get an erection, it implies you called for me. Smiling, she leads him to the side of the swimming pool, lies down on the towel, eagerly pulls him into her and happily lets him have his way with her. The man continues to explore the colony's facilities. He enters the sauna and as he sits down, he farts. Within minutes, a huge hairy man lumbers out of the steam room towards him. Did you call for me? Says the hairy man. No, what do you mean? Says the newcomer. You must be new, says the hairy man. It's a rule that if you fart, it implies that you called for me. The huge man easily spins him around, bends him over the bench and has his way with him. The newcomer staggers back to the colony office where he's greeted by the smiling naked receptionist. May I help you, she says. The man yells, here's my membership card. You can have the key back and you can keep the fucking 500 pound membership fee. But sir, she replies, you've only been here a few hours. You haven't had the chance to see all of our facilities. The man goes, listen, lady, I'm 68 years old. I only get an erection once a month and I fucking fart 35 times a day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's problem. Look at that's a ripper from old Callum there, so fucking oath. But yeah, so thanks for everyone for getting around us as per usual. Um heaps of exciting stuff coming, guys. Over the next couple of weeks, we've already got some of the merch rocked up, but we're waiting for a certain few things to come at once. Gonna be doing some drops over the next couple of weeks, so keep an eye on the socials. We'll, we'll be Yeah, we'll we'll give everyone a good week or so. After we say it on the podcast before we release it, I think, you know, yeah. for people who don't listen straight away and make sure everyone gets a good fucking bite of the cherry because reality of it is since we fucking ordered the amount that we've ordered, it's fucking blown up big time. So you're probably going to have to be pretty quick to get in and make sure you get something this merch drop. Yeah. But uh, like we said, whatever we make out of this, we're putting back in. So don't stress if you miss out or whatever. We're always going to be bringing out new shit and, and constantly putting fucking what you guys put into us, we're going to be putting into this to keep growing and making things better. So, yeah. It's a wrap, I reckon. Yeah, fucking oath. Make sure you stay out of yourself. Have a good weekend. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.